Whatever that means. Whatever that means. Whatever that means. Ha! Whatever that means. Okay. Welcome to another episode of Whatever That Means. Okay, today we are talking about church hurt, um, Mm -hmm. which is basically just what it sounds like. Um, And it doesn't mean necessarily the church, uh, like a specific church, but maybe just the church body as a whole, any type of hurt that has come um, in any shape, way, or form. to you as an individual and we're just going to get into our personal experiences with that um kira has curated some questions so i will give her the floor cool thanks d um the reason i picked this topic is because i got an interview with this girl she's doing a research project and if you guys want to be a part of it just let me know forgot about that um and i realized there was like some really hype things so my question for you guys, because I actually don't know this for sure. Have y'all actually dealt with church hurt personally before? Because I guess we say church hurt. Uh, and just to add on to that, it could be something big or small. Like, it's just whatever you feel like counts as church hurt. So have y'all ever experienced anything? Yeah. What big was it? Small. What was it? Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Yeah. So I can I can start, and maybe some of our stories will overlap. So I'm gonna break them down into big T's and little T's. Okay. Do I big traumas? Big uh, traumas and little traumas. Okay. Oh, I was that wondering what sense. the T stood for. Yeah. <laughs> it's <for> traumas. <laughs> so I was. Um, raised up in a white church sorry not a white church that was a um in many white churches and the by the time i mm, (laughs) kind of faced uh spiritual abandonment by my parents and had to fend for myself a little bit um i chose a mega church in houston um and the cumulative effect of um, just the way that white church is, and in particular, this Southern Baptist megachurch, um, that just creates like this feeling of like, ugh, don't fit, or ugh, something's wrong here. Um, I didn't quite have the language for it back then, um, but I think the implicit biases and the discomforts um, towards blackness, um, black femininity, definitely do seep in or even fully infiltrate um, church, white church, um, white evangelical church. And so, Lord, kind of girl, fun. you use so many big words. I got lost. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying to pay attention. Uh, basically, racism bad church has racism, racism hurts. (laughs) Um, So that kind of is like, kind of the little t accumulations of like, oh, I don't quite fit in this environment. Why don't I feel safe? Why don't I feel accepted? 
Um, and then the big T, uh, which maybe I can save for later, um, our home church had uh, a kablooey <laughs> this past year, because it's 2020, why not? Um, and just really uh, decimated um, the community that I've found to be safe and, and good. Um, so that's another thing that I'm working out. And just more generally, like seeing in the general church how freaking people are reacting to Black Lives Matter. I'm just so disappointed. And so I'm reevaluating, like, I'm reevaluating, I'm reevaluating church. I'm reevaluating the faith. What are we doing, y'all? What, how are we no different than people? Um, yeah, anyway than the people we say are lost and hopeless. So that's that's my short answer. That wasn't very short. <laughs> so what you're saying is like the the so um racial traumas inside the church <laughs> have been part of your church hurt and also just uh I don't know how to wrap that other one up in like <laughs> a nice way, uh, but like a betrayal trauma. Betrayal trauma. Mm-hmm. And that's not race race related. Not specifically, but they're kind of all like cascading together, okay. like a perfect storm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like two different spheres, but like a little overlap, like those Venn diagrams. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And like for you, that that led to um, like a distrust for the church in general. So so now, where does that leave you? I guess, where did that church hurt? The traumas, the big T's and the little T's position? Yeah, the church? almost total disengagement um, with organized religion. Um, total, almost total disengagement. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Um, for people who know me, who might be freaking out in your little little church tarts. Um, that does not mean that I have apostated or anything. Um, <laughs> little church hearts. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think God's power is sufficient to weather, um, my distrust towards, uh, the organized human part. Um, and I trust him to give me what I need and be kind and gentle in this process of healing. So don't text me. <laughs> Don't text me. I'm going to make it. You going to make it. We all got our shit. Don't come for her. Don't come for me is what I said. God got me and don't worry about it. So did you become like a vendetta against organized religion or like just in, are you like one of the spiritual people now? So I, so I don't know if if it's at a full vendetta, but like almost. And I would say that I'm one of those (laughs) spiritual people now. Um, there is a lot of, um, contempt mixed up in there, um, and a lot of, like, coldness, um, so if that makes me, (laughs) so that sounds a little bit vendetta-ish, um, who knows, right? Yeah, who knows? I mean, I'm figuring it out in real time, like most of us are, um, if you have a bird's eye view, anybody, do text me, but just don't come for me, um, yeah, no, I, I am, I am 
I am trying to be more open than I was taught to be about what authentic spirituality looks like. And I think, well, it's been worthwhile for me. Um, and so that's what I'm doing. Yeah. What about you guys? Um, I, this is Sandra speaking. I also grew up in the same church that Jessica is speaking about. <laughs> and, um, but I, I like grew up there, like from the womb, that was the church that I started in. And that was the church that I ended going to pretty much up until college. From the womb to the tomb. And I started figuring out that, um, empathy, um, is a choice. And you can, you, you know what empathy is, but people don't really care to use it. Um, mm. And wanting to know people's walks of life and figuring out like where you are, even with your walk in Christ, if it has anything involving the struggles that one deals with in regards to the color of their skin it's kind of like fight or flight. Um, and that came with a lot of confusion and hurt and a lot of me just trying to figure out like what, what is Christianity? Like what should a follower of Christ looks like? And the people who I went to this church with showed me the complete opposite, which was pretty interesting. Um, like yeah. I can, you know, we can go have dinner, we can go have lunch, we can go play, you know, ultimate Frisbee when it, but it weren't, but when it really comes down to the heart and what's really going on inside of your heart, people don't really want to talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. Even, even if it's outside of race, even if it's like pornography or, or anything um, that's really hard to talk about. It's kind of like, well, I mean, we'll pray, we'll pray for you. That's, yeah. that's like, that's like the number one oh thing, you know, like, Oh, how yes. are you doing? They don't really, you know what I mean? Like, well, people care, you know what I mean? I'm not going to, um, you know, say all Christians do that. You know, there are people who actually do care, but it's kind of like that saying of like, well, I'll pray for you, even though it's like, actually, did you like, I, I, I kind of don't believe you because one, you don't seem like you want to know like the progress of how I am throughout the issue. And two, you don't check on me. So mm. like you only want to talk to me when I'm at church and it's only for conversation's sake, not about getting to know like where I am. So church as an organization, I'm hurt by it. I, I, it's, it's, it's kind of like hurt people, hurt people. I know it's not from the Lord and I know that now, but as a kid and in college, it's like, well, you know, if y'all are representing the Lord, then, then God is trash. You know what I mean? Like, no, like I don't, I don't want any part of it, but, um, yeah, man, it's hard separating God and, and people who claim to know know god even even pastors 
Like it's, it's, it's everyone. There's, there's no tears. Everyone who's a believer, if you claim to be it, nobody's safe. (laughs) We ain't safe. We ain't safe. Um, yeah. So could I some summarize that or some of my takeaways, I guess, from what you're saying is that like, there was um, an inauthenticity that you experienced um, or like an incongruous like way that people were. So it's all seemed fake basically. Yeah. It's kind of like a checklist that people do. So they, so it makes them feel like they're good Christians, but it's like, no man, like Jesus actually wanted to know he knew already, you know what I mean? Right. But like, it's, it's only to make them felt themselves feel good. Not necessarily, you know, yeah 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 so like a self-serving uh kind of routine and way of showing up up in spaces so like and then that for you not only did that like affect your view of like church people but it also affected your view of god yeah yes cool yes yeah d how about you yeah so um I don't know if I would call this church hurt, and you guys can give me all opinions after I kind of describe what I'm talking about. Um, my upbringing, I was not raised in a predominantly white culture church. I was raised in black culture church. Um, and matter of fact, I've only been a member of a white culture church one time for like a year and a half of my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, you know, there's that. Um, a, a grievance, though, that I, I will say that I have towards the church is that I don't feel like they've done a good job of teaching around this whole purity movement idea, which is, you know, sex is bad, sex is bad, sex is bad. But then once you get married, it's like, well, what do I do now? Like, how am I supposed to look at sex now? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's supposed to be this good thing now. Um, but I was, we, in my experience, there was never proper teaching around how to look at sexuality. Um, yeah. And I've learned more about sexuality outside of the church than, with, than within it from, from talking to friends, from books, uh, from podcasts, like you name it. Um, and it's frustrating because it's something that as a married woman, it's still affecting me today, like just reworking my thinking around being a sexual being, you know? Yeah. Um, and then also I would say another grievance is just the whole hurt people, hurt people thing. I really like connect to that because I feel like some church people have, um, because they have also been taught things incorrectly. Like they have this very skewed idea of how Christians are supposed to be. And so they move about the world like that and they judge you for certain things. And they, uh, they, they don't actually, but like they, <laughs> they characterize, um, uh, who was it? Uh, what are the, what are the people in the Bible who are very like by the law? Uh, the Pharisees and uh, yeah, the Pharisees. 
So I just no, no, figure... no, no, no. It's a uh, maybe. Anyways, I'm thinking of a group of people who they they know the Bible like back and forth, and they know the commandments, but they don't understand like the love part and like how to really be of Christ. And so I've run into that a lot in the church. And like Jessica, it's made me want to almost branch away a little bit because as I've gotten older and I've realized that people are a lot more complex and it's like, I don't know, everything to me is not black and white. Mm. Um, And knowing how to love people well is something that I really like want to know. And I just think that the way that we have been taught and the way that some people, some Christians move is like, oh, that person's going to hell because of this. And there's no like turning back. And it's like, well, is that really what Jesus would do? Like if, you know what I'm saying? Like it just makes me question so much about how people operate and like, I, I don't like the religiosity of it all. I really don't. Uh, and so I've tried to find that balance of like, I know in my heart that God is real and I know that he, his love surpasses anything that we can do. And like, what does that look like practically on the day to day? Like as I'm experiencing life, what does that look like? So that's kind of where I am. So are you saying like you found more support outside of the church? and more uh, nuance, more space for nuance outside of the church and you feel like the church has been failing in that regard? Uh, Yes and no, because I still seek support from the church. Like it's like this internal battle that I have of of like, when when I'm, when I feel myself moving away, I feel guilty <laughs> because that's, that's all I know. I'm like, Oh no, no, you should be doing this or you should think like this, or you're supposed to do this. Mm, yeah. But then at the same time I'm frustrated. So yeah, I still, I still cling to the church like as like with this hope that they will have the answers that I need. Um, but it's just, it's just frustrating. Yeah, that's really interesting because I think like it's not, I think when people think church hurt, we think that there is like this giant blowout and then people like leave the church and become Gnostic or atheist or whatever. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you become a Satanist if you leave the church. (laughs) Like there's no, (laughs) there's no nuance to it. Yeah, (laughs) like there's no nuance. And but like just hearing y'all stories um because i know that y'all like we've actually have conversations about god and in our spiritual spiritual lives and like so i know that like y'all are still working out stuff with god and i fully trust the holy spirit is like indwelling in y'all um and it's just interesting d when you were talking about your story that there's that internal back and forth because like there are certain things that you got from being inside of this church space, right? Um, yeah. And even though like you're growing and shifting and like ever moving, there's like the, that back and forth that's like, yeah, like, nah, man, this is wrong. But like, also, it 
like there was right, there was wrong, like like not trying, trying not to throw out the baby with the bathwater, basically. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if y'all actually like healed from these things or not, or like, I don't know where y'all at with these things. Like, are y'all still like distance from the church slash like, what are y'all doing to like cope and deal with your grievances? Well, COVID has um, prevented us from going to church physically. Right. Um, so that um, has helped with the avoidance. Yeah, it did. I cannot tell you the, the I stopped, uh, it's been really hard for me to go to church. And because of COVID, I have a good excuse not to enter into that battle every week internally and say like, okay, what church am I going to? Like, yeah, how, am I gonna show up? how am I going to feel? Jessica. You said what? <laughs> Same with me in parties. Oh, yeah, you know, COVID. I, just, <laughs> I can't make it. Yeah. What do you want me to do? <laughs> like also, everything. I don't I'm just do go COVID. Yeah. And that's in, valid like hey i thank god for covid because people can get off my case about what church am i going to and all this stuff be like ah you know i didn't make it i couldn't stream i didn't find one to stream in today um or you know just make up stuff but um yeah it's so interesting i I think that's grace from god yeah what about you kira what's your experience um just like a the the i think with my church hurt there the conflict that i'm facing is like more so internal uh with my core values as a person with um how everything is playing out so i know that people mess up and make mistakes and that's fine um i just didn't appreciate the position that i was putting inside the church because what ended up happening is like the pastor was fooling around and being um, infi- like had infidelity, which like for me, that wasn't the thing that hurt me as much. The thing that hurt me was, uh, how he proceeded and how the positions that I was put in, um, afterwards to be like, yo, this happened and like airing out dirty laundry. Cause I don't like, I don't like, uh, gossiping about people. And um, I also don't like, well, I shouldn't say I don't like, I don't like gossiping about people, but I also love honesty. Um, And so when he showed up not honest about his own like sins and shortcomings, it, uh, it really broke a lot of trust with me and like, between me and him, but also between me and everybody that was around him, which was the church. Um, Cause I was like, y'all niggas don't even know. Cause this nigga ain't being honest. So he's not being honest. Y'all don't know, or maybe y'all do know. And y'all just ain't being honest with me. And now I can't trust anybody here. And who could I ever really trust? Cause I already had like issues with the church as a whole, just cause I'm like anti anything that's popular. I'm just trying to be offbeat as much as possible. 
And so I'll be like looking at regular, regular church services like, man, y'all whack, y'all ain't even honest. Like y'all up here doing a show and playing. And so um, I was already like skeptical about churches in general because I would go visit different ones and be a part of different ones just trying to find some sense of authenticity. And when I went to a place where I thought I found it, uh, there's just so many lives. And so uh, afterwards, I started bouncing around again from churches to different churches. Well, you know, I said that, but honestly, I left that church like way before stuff hit the fan. Um, That's because they weren't talking about Jesus at one point. But I started bouncing around, but so my internal conflict came from who can I trust? I can't trust these people because there's like similar to what Sandra was saying, like an inauthenticity with stuff and like, who can we be real with uh, if not the people in the church? So there's just issues surrounding that, but um, yeah, so I'm just bouncing around. I'm, I'm not going to anybody's service right now because honestly, when I go into services, I just either get super mad or I want to cry, which lets me know that I'm not okay to go inside of somebody's organized service. But I still like hearing from God from like actual friends and from uh, people that I have built trust with like one-on-one. So I like... So in that regard, I still like the church as a whole, but I don't like organized programs because it just makes me feel like I'm being handled. Gotcha. Yeah, that's the end of mine. I don't know. Um, I think we should continue this in a part two because I don't want to leave this podcast with just us saying our hurts and not... um, I mean, although that's valid too, so let me not say that, but just to finish kind of our thoughts. Um, So we will see you guys next week for part two of this conversation. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was great. All right, bye.